What's good, beautiful people? It is your boy Jesse, aka Jesse Prada, coming at you with the Christ Convo podcast, inspiring you to live the best way you can for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Listen, I hope this blesses you. Let's get into it without further ado. What is good, beautiful people? You already know who it is. Your boy, Jesse Prada. And you already know what we finna talk about based on this title. We are going to talk about offense. We gonna take it there today. So, when I talk about stuff, I always like to give context. So, let's talk about the definitions. The definition of offense, I looked this up for y'all with degrees. Offense is the annoyance brought about by an insult. Being offended is resentful or annoyed as a result of an insult. So, my dealings with being offended, I can definitely be a very offended person like I get offended when somebody says something and they disagree with me and I'll take it personal and I'll be like, it won't eat. That person may not even said anything about me, but I'll just be like, I'll give a suggestion and they'll disagree with me and then I'll get tight and I'll be like, "Mm, such and such don't know what they talking about. And I'll react in a way that I shouldn't have simply just because I'm offended or it happens all the time when I talk to people, you know, because I could be somewhat, you know, blunt. Um when I say things, and even if I say the truth, um, the way I said it, they may not have liked. So it, um, it causes offense. Um, so now we looking at Luke chapter 17, verse one, and this is where Jesus was talking, uh, to his disciples. And he just said to them, it is impossible that no offenses should come, but woe to him through whom they come. So essentially Jesus, the one who is all knowing my savior, Hey, glory to God. He said that it is impossible that offenses will not come. So there are automatically going to be offenses just because you were born. Like literally just because you were born, there's going to be offenses. So we understand that offense is what happened. So offense is an event, right? And then offended is your reaction to the event. So, offense is an event. Being offended is a choice? Oh, wow. So, the cause of an offended spirit is because it was allowed to trespass. Okay, so, you have the choice. We now have the choice to... Because... The Bible says, greater is he that is in me than he he that is in the world. And offense doesn't come from God. Um, As a matter of fact, the origin of offense was to God, not from him. So offense comes from something outside of him. So we now have the choice and the power to decide whether if we're going to be offended or not. Um, I think offense can cause 
a lot of things such as unforgiveness, bitterness, resentment. As a matter of fact, I think, yeah, there is a passage in the Bible um, where Jesus literally says, if you and your if you and your homies are not reconciled, I mean, you could go to the altar um, and you can bring your sacrifice. But once you do that, you got to go reconcile with your homies. There's even another part because a form of offense, I believe, is unforgiveness. There's another part in the Bible where it says that if you have not forgiven um, others, Jesus said, if you have not forgiven others, then my father will not forgive you. Now, we all have our own forms of offenses, but we really just need to sit down and take a look at ourselves, right? Because if only we had an example of someone whom we offended and they had every single right to hold it against us, but they didn't. Who have we done something against and we had the we they had the right to to cast judgment and to and to punish us and to hold it against us for the rest of our life? We couldn't possibly have an example of that. Right. I mean, it's just so nasty and this world is just so yuck and everything is just so awful. But I mean, it's no excuse for that because we obviously have the best example. The Bible says while we were yet in sin and sin is an offense to God. So literally, like while we were sinning, this God sent Jesus on the heavenly elevator down to earth and was like, yo, I'm going to use my son to save these foolish people. He ain't say all that. But he said, oh, I love you so, so much. And I want to give you my son to wash away your... I don't really know what's going through his head. But I know what I would be thinking <laughs> when, when I'm offended if people do stupid stuff against me. But what I'm saying, the point of me saying in all this is literally just for us to think and to realize that the main example, the only person who really has the right to be offended is someone who doesn't even have a flaw to begin with. Someone who has no sin. Someone who is literally perfect. And he still didn't offend us. So if he's perfect, I mean, not offend us. He still did not judge us off of our offense. So if he's perfect, and if he has all authority... If he is pure in every single way and we have sinned against him consistently and he did not judge us or carry his offense in dealing with us, what makes us think we have the right? I'll be honest, I don't really care about your emotions. Like, I get you. I get you have emotions. Um, but the crazy part is so does God. You don't think God is grieved when he sees people turning away from him? You don't think he's sad when he sees people broken? Like, you don't think he's joyful when his sons and daughters are obedient? The Bible says heaven rejoices and God be running heaven. So, I mean, God has emotions too. And I'm not going to sit here and say, and I understand this is like, 
some of you may be, you know, really offended. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Some of you may be upset about what I'm saying right now. But, I mean, it's, it's justified that God has emotions. That's justified. Um. So then, with what he's... With what has happened with us as his people and with us sinning against him, like anger, like the Bible says, God has been angry. He's been sad. He's been happy. And yet he doesn't, he doesn't use our offenses against us. So like what gives us the right to do that to others? If he don't, if he doesn't even do it, we have no rights to do it, regardless of our emotions. We can't use our emotions for an excuse. God don't use it for his. He doesn't he doesn't excuse that. He doesn't use it as an excuse for him to judge us, even though he can. Well, Jesse, I'm not God. Well, of course you ain't. But I mean, the Bible, I mean, essentially says you ought to try to be like him. I mean, also, Jesus did say, you know, you should forgive those who have hurt you 70 times seven all I'm saying is just that we just need to realize that as people, we're going to be offended by people who we love, by people who we may not even know. Um, but the crazy part about offense is you're not even holding that person captive. Whenever I'm offended, I'm sitting here being offended because I'm mad at the person. And I think like because I'm with because I'm withholding myself from forgiving them that I'm punishing them when this person may have been, you know, chilling and may have moved on with their life and maybe have even acknowledged the mistake but because i am so upset i now hold it against them like as if i'm doing them a disservice well i mean i am but like it's more of a disservice to me because they could just be moving on with their life and i'm sitting here upset about what they did and this is why I'm saying that I think offense is a choice because it's just a reaction of what happened. Like God doesn't do that. And like the reason why is because, you know, he's he's a you're a good, good father. <laughs> but nah, for real, like because he could easily just say this is you i i have a right to hold you to this and to say that this is something that you did and because you did this you deserve to pay but he sent jesus in our place um and so i think that's the reason why we may even i think that's the reason why we may even hold on to offense because we try to take god's place and determine that somebody deserves to pay or somebody deserves to be punished for their offense when really we have no right to not none like we have no right to intervene in that way so um i think it's just a barrier another thing too is um i think offense and a uh, rejection correlate let me explain like because okay so an example would be well not an example let me explain so offense is really um being offended at someone is just taking on the situation where they handled you with error and associating that with them. So, um, associating their mistake with who they are. Rejection 
this is not the only definition, but this is uh, this can be a manifestation of rejection. Rejection can be um, what somebody did in handling you with error and then placing it back on you. So an example would be um, it would uh, it would basically be you saying, OK, say I randomly just came up to you and punched you in the face. Right now, I'm not a violent person, but this is just what came to mind. And I think it works. So two things are probably going to happen if you don't punch me first. Right. Even if I mean, if you don't punch me second or after I punch you, even if you do punch me in the face. Right. You are probably OK. So if I go up to you, I punch you in the face. After I punch you in the face, I say nobody likes you and you're a loser. Right. And we like in sixth grade or fifth grade. Boom. What is either one, two things, two things are probably going to happen. The first thing is you're going to get angry with me and call me a hooligan and a fool and probably thinking that I should be um, serving a life sentence in Rikers because I'm just crazy enough to randomly go punch somebody in the face. And then you're going to be upset that I said these things about you without even knowing you or right after I just punched you in the face. So I done decked you in the face and I didn't give you a time to respond. And I just said, boom, you a loser and nobody like you. Whatever. Right. So. Not only did I hit you, but I also spoke something over you, right? And that's going to get you, that's that's going to, you're going to be offended. And you're going to say, okay, Jesse's rude and Jesse's crazy because he punched me in the face randomly and said nobody likes me. But then what is also going to happen is you could possibly take that and put that on yourself. So if I punch you in the face and I say you're a loser and nobody likes you and you don't do nothing, well, you could feel like a punk. And you could say, well, because I didn't hit him back, I'm a punk. And that's probably why he thought I was a loser. And that's why nobody likes me. So it could turn into a form of rejecting yourself because you did not receive acceptance from me. Oh, this is so good. Teach the text, Doc. Well, it ain't no text. There's no Bible. But this is just me showing you why I believe rejection and um, of rejection and being offended correlate. Literally, all of, all it is is just flipping the identity of a person. Uh, or no, flipping who the situation is on. When you are offended, you place the situation on someone else's identity. When you're rejected, you place it on yours. And the worst part about both of these doggone spirits is that they are literally against the basis of what God saw in us. Let's just think about this, right? Because he sent Jesus. He said... The Bible says, for God so loved the world, he loved us. Now, he knew we were sinners. He knew that we needed saving because Lord knows we do. But when he when he saw that, he decided to say, OK, better yet, a better example. Jesus with a girl who um, y'all, I'm pretty sure in I'm, I understand that not everybody in here may read the Bible or may be as familiar with the Bible. Uh but I'll go to a passage. I'm pretty sure a lot of us have heard like yet let ye without sin cast the first stone. And to give you context, basically, this woman was going to get stoned because she committed adultery. And um, I mean, that was considered dishonorable back in those days. And you was going to get smoked with them rocks <laughs> for doing it. And so now Jesus pulls up on the scene like the OG. 
you feel me? And he says, um, let ye without sin cast the first stone. But in addition to that, um, when you see him do ministry, you can, you, um, you'll hear a lot of things. You'll, a, a, a repeated phrase in the Bible was that he was moved with compassion. And compassion, in order for you to have compassion, you have to have clear vision of who someone is, right? And this is why the enemy is trying to come for identity. And that's how condemnation, uh, that's how condemnation rises and erects in people because they look at themselves based off of what they've done, not who they are. So they were getting ready to stone this lady because she committed adultery when Jesus looked at her and said, hmm. She's not a hoe. She's a sinner. And so are all y'all. So if y'all want to throw stones at her, throw them at yourself as well. Or if not, put the stones down. So this this goes to show the error that I feel like a lot because we live in a very offended culture. And I think um, it also affects the way you can do ministry. If you are easily offended, you will not be able to minister effective. Because in order for you to minister effective to someone, you have to look at them the way God does. Oh, I'm preaching up in here. <laughs> we need an organ up in here. <laughs> Brother on the drums. Brother on the organ. Give me give me E flat. I, I don't know what these I don't know what them notes are. I, they just say it all the time in church. Back on the subject. In order for you to minister effectively, you have to look at them with love with the way God does you have to look at them in a pure way but if you're looking at them based on their offenses you cannot minister to them because you're gonna be so busy focused on what they did to you so now instead of you even ministering and speaking this to their lives you think they too much of a heathen for you to open your mouth in the first place right let's say <laughs> okay um Let's just say if God were to do that, let's say God were like, nah, they don't deserve my son. They don't deserve nothing. They just so terrible. They ain't just imagine where we would be, where we would be. I can't imagine where I would be without the whole echo. Oh, oh, oh. So I think this is just something that we need to think about and realize that if God being so flawless as he is did not bring our offenses and use them to judge us then and still gave us the right to eternal life we have no right y'all none like to do that and so this is how like this is how this is why I'm talking about this because this is how ministries are affected. This is how identity can get confused because you can associate with what happened with who you are when that's just not the case. You're not you're not the situation that happened. And you can choose to decide what has weight. Like if somebody declares something over you and says that you are this I mean, if it doesn't align with the word of God, you know, that's why I think it's very important that us uh, Christians study the word of God um, because we know what the Lord says about us and we can discern which is true and which is not. If somebody says I'm a loser, that's false because the Bible says we are all more than conquerors. You get what I'm saying? So, um, so, so. To know the word is to know your identity. 
and 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 then the same thing with ministry i think the devil especially is creating um a very he's trying to he's trying to bring the um the spirit of offense and make it so prevalent in society to the point where people cannot even the church can't even minister to people because they're so dog on offended and they can't look at people the way god does and so essentially you're ministering to somebody or you yeah essentially you could be ministering to somebody in the church and so annoyed or so angry at the fact of what they did because god can do that like he'll definitely have you you'll run into people who offended you and you have to decide and you have to also be open and willing for god to use you in however way he sees fit with that person if he has you to and if that were your assignment so i personally think you know that this is just an issue that we need to uh understand and we need to discuss and we need to learn how to wage war against it every time you're offended and you decide to hold somebody's offense to you hostage think of god and think of you and think of what he did and think of what he should have done and think of what have happened think of what would have happened if he did what he should have done <laughs> Like, you know how them old pastors used to say, God, look beyond my faults and saw my needs. Yeah, he did, though. And for me, this is just personal to me, and I don't know your story, but I'm pretty sure everybody here who has been saved by the blood of the lamb can say, what if the Lord said to me? Jesse, you know what? <sighs> this this Negro Jesse, so doggone horny, can't control himself. Doesn't know how to look at my daughters correctly. Cusses every other sentence. Doesn't know how to control his mouth. Gossips about people. Objectifies women. has no self-control or sensitivity to others what a terrible person <sighs> well i guess he going to hell and he had every right to do that like this like this is god we talking about this is elohim like this is somebody who is sovereign and rules over everything so he had every right to do that like if he did that he'd be just in doing that but instead he said no jesse's broken Jesse does this because Jesse's insecure and Jesse hates the way he looks. And what he's doing is wrong. But instead of holding his offense against him, I'm going to send my son to die for him, to save him, so that he could have an opportunity to live a better way. And that's how God looked at me. That's how God looked at you. And I think we should look the same to others, especially if we proclaim to come from God. I think that's only our responsibility. And I think it's very freeing to know that we can walk in this life not being offended and not giving weight to things that are not true and that are not aligned with the word of God. But we have to make the choice to drop your offense live this life unoffended 
unbothered and walk in the freedom and the deliverance that Christ already won from you one for you Christ was buried and so were our offenses with him so live life unoffended y'all peace what is up y'all i just appreciate each and every one of you guys for tuning into the christ convo podcast with your boy jesse aka jesse prada i will be back until then be blessed and stay safe peace